Inga mana, inga reo, inga iwi o te motu e whakarongo mai nei, nau mai haramai ki tēnei hōtaka a te ahika. I'm Justine Murray. And I'm Maraia Rakraku, and this is Te Ahika on Radio New Zealand National. Coming up, either you have kapahaka fever or not, and Aotea Utanganui most definitely do. In May, Maraia crashed in on the Noho Marae in Hawera on the day of the original kapahaka competitions. Where whānau relationships are stretched and it's all on as groups battle on stage for the right to represent their iwi against other iwi. Are you mentally preparing yourself? <laughs> if that's what you call it, then yes, that's what I'm doing. I'm mentally preparing myself. You're looking a little scary. A little scary? Yeah. I should be looking a bit slim, that's what you should be saying. You, you should be paying slim. me lots of compliments. My God, you're so skinny. You should be paying me lots of compliments. You're looking hot, man. Now make sure you win. <laughs> yeah, that was my cousin, Maidene, just there. Just learned that she's the kaitātaki wahine for this rawboot. Then we move from Taranaki to a suburb in Wellington, to a marae with a million dollar view. This is a, what is it, dust till dawn game, eh? Yep, that's the plan, dust till dawn. So we're going to have, um, it's not going to be one game, we're going to have like a little mini comp with a whanau based um, teams, and then we're going to send the kids home ready for sports tomorrow, and then the hardcore are going to stay right through and keep the game going is the plan. More action coming up from Nga Hauewha o Paparārangi marae in Wellington. Nāti Kahununu singer-songwriter Tony Huata is currently in Honiara attending the 11th Festival of Pacific Arts. But a few weeks ago, at the Māori music extravaganza, Pole, 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 between sound checks, Justine squeezed in a catch-up. Pole, Pole, Pole has always had a very community spirit to it, and the audience that attends has always been very whānau-friendly and all about the community and really, really about Māori artists as well. Pipitia Marae, it's become more music focused. In the earlier Pau Pau Pau, there was always, thing, you know, there was a bit of drama, there was a bit of dance, and there was music. It was the performing arts um, platform. Yeah. I think I might be probably the more, the, <laughs> mo- <laughs> the most consistent artist that's been involved in this game. <laughs> Kia ora, Tony Huata. She'll end tonight's broadcast. That's what we have coming up for you in the next hour. Te Aika, Radio New Zealand National. It's winter, which means for many parents out there, it's early Saturday morning start, standing on the sideline watching netball rugby, cheering your tama freakies, tamariki on. Then there's the kids themselves, often running around wearing nothing but shorts, T-shirts and a whole lot of beans, keen to hit the sports field. That was the scene when Justine checked out a different kind of matariki celebration. A game of kiorahi played from 7 o'clock at night to 7 o'clock in the morning. Yes, that's right, 12 hours. Organised by the sports programme Rangatahi Tsurangatira and Push Play. And 
So I'm here at Nahu Fao Paparangi Marae, and um, if you if you haven't been to this marae, basically um, it's in the area of Newlands, and the marae is basically on a piece of land, and I you can go around the Farinui area, and the view of Wellington from this marae is simply breathtaking. I'm standing uh, near the Whare Tupuna and looking at, and you can see downwards, it's just city lights everywhere. So city lights down towards Patone, Lower Hutt, out towards the hills, um, leading the road up to Wainui Omata. And if you go to the other side of the Whare Nui, it gives you the most, it gives you a primo view, a pristine view of uh, Wellington Harbour. So this is a, it's cold, it's freezing as it is in Wellington. And people uh, have got their gumboots on, they're all rugged up, they've got their trench coats and their gloves and their beanies. And there are tents scattered around the Whare Nui, tent city. And people are staying here and playing kiorahi. There's also uh, Tonga Puro workshops happening, poi making. It's this community here in Newlands that are celebrating in their own way. Matariki. So, it's around about 8 o'clock at night and... I'm gonna push through the cold and check it out. Um, good everybody, thanks for coming. Um, it's gonna be a mean night. We've got Wananga planned inside with around Tonga Puwara with Norman Julie. Thanks for coming, Norman Julie. Um, we've also got some weaving stuff. We're gonna do some poi making and we're gonna have some smaller group games in here or oh, sort nice. of one-on-one -on -one individual games in there. Um, and if you participate, you get a glow stick. <laughs> and if you win, you might even get a glow necklace. So um, uh, it should be heaps of fun. Um, the hung is up at seven. Um, we'll get that barbecue cranking soon, get a bit of warmth and a few sausages out there. Um, we'll get our draw organised, make sure our teams are here, crack into the games. Um, the funny puckers around the back, there's when men's and women's inside, there's a couple of spare ones, portaloos out there, smoking over in Johnsonville. Um, any pathway? Oh, Hangi's on at seven for those that didn't listen in the first time. <laughs> Uh, um, also, we've got our first aid person here, oh, TJ, hiding in the scarf. So, it's, um, so if there's any first aid issues, um, come and see her. She'll either be inside or we'll be able to contact her. Um, we've got some event stuff here. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so when we get a, a couple of minutes, we'll have event stuff vests on, so you can just let us know if you've got any questions um, or any concerns. I think that's pretty much it. We'll, um... Oh, sorry, yeah, the register, if you've registered, um, just go over and see Billy Joe or Marina. Put your hand up, Marina. Um, with your uh, money, and you'll get given a hangi ticket, and then you just swap your ticket for a hangi. Um, there's going to be fruit available all day. The soup should be here soon. And yeah, enjoy. Any questions? Uh, for those of you who do get muddy, halfway along our tent city is a green tent that is um, going to be our changing tent. So um, you'll have a place to take off your muddy clothes and hopefully put some dry ones on. Uh, and if you need to, we've even got water showers. So uh, we'll be looking after you. There's a couple of things with the water showers. It's a three-step system. You've got to turn the gas on. There's a, a switch that lets the water come through. And then there's a button that says on and off. So you might need a torch down there. One-minute showers. Yeah, and then when you're finished, you've got to turn it all off. I'm here with Peter. Kia ora, Peter. Uh, kia ora, Justin. Can you explain where you, um, your iwi hapu, where you're from? Right. Um, titirangi te maunga, ua o te awa, te atanga hau te te iwi. Um, engari, born and bred in Wally. Che, yeah. and Peter, what's your surname? Nōnō. 
Nonoa. Yeah. Kia ora, Peter. Now, what's your role? What uh, do you? How do you? My official, in? my official title is a national training coordinator. But um, basically, Kaitakoro, I go around the country sharing the games and sort of um, teaching people how to teach, train the trainer stuff. Sweet. Yeah, with Kiorahi and um, heaps of other games. Just want to go back to probably the first that used to be played um, traditionally at night time and for days on end, and they just light the field up with fire and the pole oh, and the tupu and so stuff. So originally, Kiorahi's yeah. played at night? Oh, no, no, oh. it was played at all times of day. But um, we times. just, we've heard that they had night games, and so we wanted to have a go at it. So you're talking about back in the ra, back in the back in the days, back yeah, in the days. Yeah, yeah. And um, for those who don't know what kiorahi is, um, I mean, you know, just in um, talking to various people, it's, it's quite, is it quite complicated? Um, it's complicated to explain. It's really easy to play once you get Choice. on the field and play for ten minutes. You get it. Yeah. This is a what is it? Dust till dawn game, eh? Yep, that's the plan. Dust till dawn. So we're gonna have. Um, it's not gonna be one game. We're gonna have like a little mini comp with a whānau based um, teams. And then we're going to send the kids home ready for sports tomorrow. And then the hardcore are going to stay right through and keep the game going is the plan. And so how do you think Kiorahi fits in the scheme with Matariki? Matariki, well, Matariki was traditionally a time for getting together, wānanga, having a kai and also playing the games. Because there was no mahi. It was um, let's get together and play games. So we thought, what better opportunity than this? And so what's your secret, Peter? How are you going to do it, man, for the next, what, 24, 12, is it 12 hours? 12 hours. hours? Going to do it slowly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, we're going to have breaks And we'll also, um, if it gets too hard out And it might get too wet and boggy out there mm. If it gets dangerous, we're going to switch to other games Oh, choice So yeah, now nah, we've got backups Kapai Pete, I'll let you oh. go And I'll catch up with oh, you during the night you. If I can handle it <laughs> The message, but the key message behind this Is to, to keep healthy and to keep active Kia ora Kia ora, I'm Daphne Pilar I'm Community Recreation Advisor Wellington City Council Where's that name? It's a Dutch name. Dutch. So, yeah, born here, but got my roots a long way away. <laughs> so, Daphne, I mean, I spoke a little bit about um, promoting, um, well, activity. What is this about, this uh, kiorahi? Well, kiorahi, for, for those of you who can't see over the radio, is a really wonderful active game for all sorts of people. If, you are, if you're a runner or if you're a good technique person, um, there's a role for you in playing kiorahi. It's an old it's a traditional Māori ball game, um, traditionally played with a key, or as Peter told you, all that. No, uh, all right. I have never played it. Okay, I'm so, about to so um, the, the key, the ball, is traditionally made out of um, harakiki. We, of course, play with more modern equipment. <laughs> um, but it's their whole legend around Kirahi, which um, it really helps to understand the game when you understand the legend. That takes another half hour to explain that all, but right, yeah. um, <laughs> I'll get the I'll get the I'll record some of the demonstration. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But um, it's a game that I watched a couple of years ago um, when R2R were running some training. What does and, R2R stand for? Uh, ranga Ranga Rangatahi to Rangatira. Right, I've heard R2R yes, quite a bit yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. So they are part of Kokri Haora, a Maori health provider in the hut. And they have a national contract to train kiorahi and a regional contract. So I've come underneath, well, not underneath, beside them from the point of view of wanting to support seeing kiorahi grow in Wellington. And uh, uh, we work together on organising events. And also now I'm uh, organising training for year seven and eight uh, students in Wellington schools 
with the support of our two R in Kiorahi. In Kiorahi, yep. Definitely. Have you have you played it? Yourself? I have, I have. Um, but I take a little bit more of the of the auntie role and either blow the whistle <laughs> or make sure everything's organised on the outside um, and just make sure it's there for lots of young people to play and well for anybody. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Kiorahi. Um, being that it's a, a Māori traditional game, probably not a new thing to be played at a marae, but this is from <laughs> uh, do- uh, dusk till dawn. This is a 12-hour game. Aye, aye. Whether we make it all night, <laughs> we'll, we'll be very lucky, but um, that was just a mad um, concept by one of the kaumatua of Kiorahi, um, Ihi Heki, who is a lecturer in... Uh, Otago University, okay. and uh, he put that idea out that with Matariki uh, to actually honour the stars and uh, the ancestors by actually playing at night. Uh, and Kiorahi has seven po around the outside, and they Poles. also represent Matariki. So there's a close connection there. So can you explain the? Okay, I know it's complicated to explain. Yeah, but like. Um, Justin Murray, I'm here with uh, Peter again. What are, what are the rules? Um, so what we've what we've got is basically a circular shaped field for you radio land people. Yes. Um, nice. We've got a circular shaped field. We've got a circle in the middle, which is called the Pawero. We've got another circle that goes around the outside of that, which is called Teroto, and the circular field around that is called Teao or the World. So Kioma, how they score is they touch one of the poses in Teao, then they yep. have to run through Teroto with the defense try and stop them and they put it down in Pawero and that converts however many poses they've touched into points on the board. How do the uh, how are they stopped? They so run? it depends on how what style of game you're playing. We're playing Ripper tonight. So if you can rip one of their Ripper tags, then that's they're stopped. Okay. Um, you can play at tackle um, where if they knock you over, you're stopped. <laughs> and oh, same nice. with touch if you're playing touch. Yeah. Is it physically um, demanding? Um, it can be, um, but if the older, wiser people, they can wait in the middle, and they've always always got that inside line, and the young fella's always got to try and run in past them. Um, but if you want to go hard out, you can play it hard out too. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so the, that's how the Kiyoma score is by touching the po running in. Yep. When uh, Tanifa get it off them, or when they the, the ball's turned over, they basically just have to hit the tupu, which is a central target in the middle of the field. Yep. And that's how they score. Hit it with the key, and that's how they score. A game of Kiora he just played. Kiora. Kiora. What's your name? Mirerangi. Mirerangi. What's uh, the best thing about playing Kiorahi? Um, keeping fit. Is it hard to learn? Oh, no, it's pretty basic if you, if you learn, or if you listen and learn. <laughs> Have you played on um, a muddier ground than this? No. <laughs> What's the it's difference between Kiorahi and something like touch? <laughs> Kiorahi's got meaning to it, and it's... Um, it's Māori game. Kia ora, Merirangi. Are you mum? Hi. So this is Merirangi's mum, Kia ora. So Chloe, I mean, it's probably about close to nine o'clock right now. Um, this is a Kia ora heat game that's going to go for 12 hours. I mean, your thoughts on this uh, Matariki, this way to celebrate Matariki? Oh, it's a lovely initiative for the Rangatahi. Um, it's something new and innovative. Yeah, no, nah, kapai. You have, um, do you have other kids that play kiorahi? Aye, there's Merirangi, there's Kaya, there's um, Paikia, there's Stacey, um, Keisha, Otila, Adrian. Yep, we brought heaps. 
And um, now uh, Peter Nuanua explained Kyorahi to me. I've never played it. It seems quite complicated to someone who doesn't know how to play Kyorahi. Um, I guess it's like most most games. Once you learn the rules and the areas that you're allowed to play in, and you practice that, I think it's it's pie after that choice. Can't play. So Chloe, are you gonna are you gonna kind of? I mean, you've got your your warm um, jacket on and your beanie, and it's pretty cold on this in this particular point in Newlands. I please. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes please. Mocha. Yes please. Oh, mocha chino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got to be really cope up driven for 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 Kiorahi and Matariki to to brave it out here in the in the cold. I I'm here to totoko my whanau and my mahi. Um, I'm a kaimahi at Kokiri Marae Hawara, so this is um, one of the initiatives that they uh, are putting together. So yep, I yeah, because this is just the venue way. Eh? So this is a, this is the partnership between Kōkiri, Hauora, aye, and, yep. and um, I think it's in a, in conjunction with Wellington City Council choice, so have you got, I see there's a few, there's a few tents at the back, a few sleeping places, uh, have you got your sleeping place sussed out? Aye, I, I hear we've got a tent over there and um, husband put mattresses in the back of the trailer and tarped it up, so we're in there. <laughs> Kia ora Chloe, Kia ora, thank you. Kia So Justine, did you go back at 7 o'clock the next morning? I did. I actually left the venue at about 11. So I was there for about a good maybe four to five hours. Couldn't handle it though. So I went back the next morning, Saturday, and everybody was asleep in their tents. But nevertheless, well done to all those who went along and supported Toki. Oh, I'm not surprised after running around for 12 hours. And the field was absolutely muddy. So you had cold kids... But they were energised. I mean, take my hats off to Rangatahi, to Rangatira and Push Play. There are some photos from the event posted up at our webpage, radionz.co.nz forward slash Te Ahika. I'm Mariah Rakaraku. And I'm Justin Murray, and this is Te Ahika. You're listening to the sound of Te Ahika with Justine Murray and Mariah Rakaraku. It's your boy, Taina. There are some people that eat, sleep and walk kapaka. Kappa. Fortunately, I'm not one of those, as anyone who has stood next to me in a kapahaka row will tell you, as I have swung a poi and a patu. Watch out. And the same would be for me, though I do enjoy watching it. I remember watching the videos, pressing pause, learning the brackets, learning the moves. Kapahaka was quite a big part of my life, actually. Then you get people like the whānau behind Aotea Utanganui Kapa. I spent a morning with them before they performed at the Aotea Regional Kapahaka competitions in Hawera. Now regionals are a big deal because whoever goes through represents their waka at the national biennial competitions Te Matatini. It's a time when all that hard slog, the fundraising, the noho marae, learning waiata, swinging your poi in time, all the while smiling, comes together. You fellas have been staying here overnight, and where are we? We're at Tahu Portiki. This is the Māori Methodist uh, church um, here in Hawera, and yes, we moved in last night. I mean, party is 20 minutes down the road? Yes, we decided to be closer uh, to the venue, um, purely because uh, we had to go back late last night for stage checks, 
and um, we just wanted to be a bit closer. But yeah, we normally based um, at Pariroa Pa, just out of Patia. So it's just, I mean, it's the morning, you're getting prepared, you're on this afternoon. In the next room over there, I can see a couple of young fellas doing some ninja moves towards each other. Some girls are doing their hair. Somebody's oiling up already. Jeez. Oh, no, is he moisturising? <laughs> I think uh, we, we're lucky that we're on this afternoon, um, and our, our goal today was really just to ease into things, you know, keep it quite low-key um, so that everyone's relaxed and um, can prep themselves for, for this afternoon. But, yeah, we're just um, taking it easy, really. Try not to get too psyched out. psyched out, and mainly because m- most of our team are very young and very new. For a lot of them, this is their first time on the stage for a regional competition, so we didn't didn't want to run the risk of yeah getting too psyched out. It can happen sometimes. This is whānau though, right? Absolutely, absolutely, all whānau. They've been brought up around Kapahaka. Yes, they have, um, and a lot of them um, did a lot of kapahaka when they were younger, but um, had quite a few years break and have just come back, so that's really nice. And, yeah, it's just awesome to see our young ones in here now and, um, you know, taking up the challenge, and they're just loving it. And, you know, it's not just about kapahaka, it's about everything that comes Whanaungatanga. with it. Whanaungatanga. Whanaungatanga, So... Uh, we're not just teaching people what to do on stage. It's, there's a whole, you know, other range of things that, that happens when we get together and practice. So, are you the kaitātaki wahine or oh, the? Be, uh, our kaitātaki wahine is Marini Kershaw. <laughs> oh, nee, that would be my cousin who's just scarpered. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, no, I'm one of the tutors. Uh, myself and my husband Andy Maruira are the tutors, and he's also the kaitātakitāni. Now, how long has this rope been around for? For a very long time. Maranō. They attended, our group attended the first, very first uh, Polynesian festival back in the 70s. Um, We've gone through a few name changes. You know, back then it was a South Taranaki Māori Methodist group and then it went into South Taranaki and then went into Pātia. Um, but now we're known as Aotearoa Tanganui. And those, those are the uniforms over there because they look very familiar to me. I've always seen Maidani, whenever she's been doing the haka, she's always worn a variation on that colour scheme, that yellow, red and black. Yes, definitely our, our colours, predominantly the yellow. And um, because we, are, we come under the umbrella of the Pātea Māori Cultural Theatre Trust, so under that trust there are two teams and one is um, Aotea Utanga Nui, and our focus is purely competition, so the regionals, and the other team is the Pātea Māori Club, which is um, our commercial arm, really. And so, yeah, same people, different rōpū, we like to keep them separately, it just makes things a lot easier. And there are a lot of our members who prefer the party Māori Club side, especially our older members, because it's a lot of fun. Um, we get to go a lot of different places. And there are those who, who like the comp side. So we cater for everyone's needs. Everybody is gathering together 
to have a little bit of a run through of the performance that they're going to be doing later on today. They're all looking at me rather suspiciously standing here talking into microphones. But this crew is used to this kind of attention. I mean, this, this is the baby group of the Panthea Māori Club. So what's happening now? Oh, in a hall, old school styles. Jeez, the acoustics in here are going to be mind-blowing. Are you mentally preparing yourself? <laughs> if that's what you call it, then yes, that's what I'm doing. I'm mentally preparing myself. You're looking a little scary. A little scary? I should be looking a bit slim. That's what you should be saying. You, you should be paying slim. me lots of compliments. I can't just okay? say skinny. You should be paying me lots of compliments. You're looking hot, man. Now make sure you win. <laughs> yeah, and that was my cousin Maidene just there. Just mean that she's the kaitātaki wahine for the sorpe. Okay, we're still waiting for some people. Everybody is standing in front of me, getting into their rows for their item and for their performance. Beautiful day to um, get on stage and have some fun, eh? Hi. Uh, before we start, I just want to introduce a couple of people. This is Mariah. Hello. Modernie's um, cousin, but we won't hold that against her. <laughs> From Radio New Zealand. Um, so what we're going to do today. Kaya, are you with me? Yep. Um, we are going to go until about... 11 o'clock and then at 11 o'clock we are going to have something to eat those of you who can have something to eat because you need something in your puku and then from about half past 11 onwards we are getting ready half past one we are out of here okay so at quarter past one everyone needs to be ready all photos taken and we will, we will meet over there and have our karakia before we go over. Okay? Any pathai? Cole. Yes, what we'll do is try to take, um, try not to take too many cars. So let's pile into the waka. Okay? Men, when you go over, you need to take some taro because. <coughs> Rawari's parents are picking up the pew-pew straight after we perform. So they'll be going back into the suitcase. And unless you want to come home in your undies, 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 togs. Um, <laughs> so this morning we really just want to, we know what we need to do on stage. We need to go, we want to warm up these voices, okay? Start warming up these voices. So we want you singing. Don't hold it for the stage, because um, we want your voices warm before you get on the stage. Kapai? So the items in your bracket, have they been written by yourself? No, we've um, um, got people, other people to write uh, all of our material. Um, Andy and I um, do tunes and put the, um, yeah, the rangi to our waiata. Um, it's not our forte, so we stick to what we're probably better at. 
So um, yeah, we've had we've got about three different writers that contributed to the programme that we will be doing today. You know what, the kapahaka is a way of life, though, isn't it? Absolutely, it completely takes over your life. It sure does. That's why you need to love it. You do, you do, with a passion, absolutely, because it does take over your life, um, you know, and there are a lot of sacrifices that everyone makes, and because my husband and I are both involved in this, you know, we've got a 10-year-old and a 3-year-old, and... Is that um, the baby I saw running around outside? No, no, he's with my parents, <laughs> so, you know, logistically it can be quite challenging, um, getting someone to look after the children, um, when we need to go to Wānanga at the Marae um, or getting someone to come out and help look after them. But um, our aunties keep reminding us that, um, you know, we're doing it for them. So, you know, when times get rough and we think, oh, I miss my kids, um, yeah, I think this is all for them. Yeah. So today is the regional Kapahaka final for Aotearoa Now, how many... How many noho marae are we talking to get here? So there's a livings for kapahaka practice. We started about September last year with, with one noho marae a month. So I don't know, we're looking at probably about eight, nine. You know, you step it up in the last month. And we also meet um, fortnightly during the week to... Have you been in the kapahaka for? Um, oh, this is my first time round. Oh, yeah. Yeah, first time round, um, and I'm loving it. Hey, and you're in the regionals. Yeah, my first regionals too. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah, so I'm really loving it. I'm so enjoying it. Um, I'm happy to be here too. What made you decide to go into the haka? Um, to Afi, my brother. Come, Afi, my brother, and the rest of my whanau that are in here. Yeah, no, I just so love it. It looks like you're enjoying it when you're performing it too. Big smile on your face. Oh, always. <laughs> <laughs> I just so love it. It's, it's been a long time coming for me. I've had a big break from Kapahaka. I used to do it um, 13 years ago, so I've had a 13-year break. Gee, and he came back. And, and yes, Good on you. I came back to Afi, all my whanau that are in it. Because sometimes they, um, it's like you get retired because you're yeah. too old. Yeah, <laughs> and all I, the youngies. I, I don't feel old. I feel so young, thank you. After having six children, I still feel oh, young. Oh, <laughs> you still look young. Young <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> I hope your kids are going to be out there cheering up. Um, yes. Oh, that's so cool. What an achievement. Um, yes, it is an achievement for me. Such a commitment. Yeah. And a beautiful commitment it is. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, how would I put it? My <laughs> mum, my mum. This was my mum's um, hikoi kapahaka. Um, since she's been gone, between me and my brother, we have. Um, so this is your brother who was standing here yes. before, who's now run away. Yes, he <laughs> ran away. <laughs> I don't like talking. But um, yeah, no, it was um, basically for me to come in and really uffy my brother because he's hasn't but done kapahaka since we were kids. So, yeah, and it's a good tribute to our mother. We, we're doing all these things now that our mother's not here. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's quite sad that we didn't do it while she was here. You're doing it but now, though. Yeah, we're doing it now, yeah, and we're both loving it. We both pick each other up and uffy one another, and 
I think that's the main thing is afiyi. Ko So Tina, gee, are you gonna? Do you need an hour and two, nearly two hours to get ready? No, I don't. <laughs> like no, me, I only I'm, need I'm, like ten minutes. Yeah, no, I'm a ten minute, twenty minute girl to get ready. I, I, I'm not into all this fussing. Hey, 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 brother, 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 come back. <laughs> so what's your name, Kelda? Rob, Rio. Rob. Hey, finding it, Rob. Your sister was just talking about you coming back to Haka oh, after a awesome, big break. It's awesome. Hey, Big smile on your it. face. Oh, yeah. Got him. Yeah. Ooh, how's been learning those kipu? Mm, nice. Oh, good on you. Jeez, are you looking forward to this afternoon? I'm looking forward to it. No nightmares. <laughs> Just get up there and do it. Get up there. Go hard for those 20 minutes. Oh, hell yeah. Hey? Lose that voice. I'll be losing it. Get a bit it. of a sweat on. Yeah, I lost it a few times. Come out, leave it all out on stage. Yeah. Woohoo! Oh, no, I left it in there, but I'm going to bring it to the floor, though. Oh, very good. You've got two hours to recover. Hey. <laughs> now, Rabina, you had big smiles on your face when you were doing that bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I love the songs. The songs are lovely. Thank you. You go all because it pertains to Putty Little Part itself. So can you tell me what some of the songs mean? Um, to me? Um, Puitahanga is about the journey that she's done. And is that the Waiata Ringa, Waiata Poi? That's the um, oh, yeah. starting with the Motetia. And coming down, It's um, to me, it's about the journey that she's done and how she Who had... Who was she? Hanga was, um, was what we call a princess here. An Aotea or Pitani Tahaura, it's a Tehaura. Um, yes, because people forget, don't they, that it's actually called Tehawera, not Hawera. Uh, yeah, um, I learned in the last two years that it's, it's Tehaura. Um, so, pertaining to her journey down in her um, multitudes of men that she met in her life, she was quite vivacious of a woman and then her multitudes of children. Um, that's for the motiatea. And then we went into one of the waiata that is the waiata ringa. Um, uh, kia ora koutou. Rabina, Janine, Rob, Tina and Mairini of Aotea Utanganui. Now, while Aotea Utanganui didn't secure a place to represent at Te Matitini next year in Rotorua, they were a definite crowd favourite. Especially that guy Tātaki Wahine, Maidini Kershaw. To listen to that kōrero again, simply head to our webpage radioNZ.co.nz forward slash tiahika and click on the link. Also, to get our weekly updates, you can find us on Facebook. Natikahunanu Wahine Tony Huata is a staple part of the Māori music scene and sound. There's the mahi she did in the stage production Māori, One Man Against the Gods. And then there's her albums. In 2001, there was her first one, Te Māori Air. And despite taking a break to have kids, she's churned out three more albums. Her latest is Hopukia. Justin met with Tony at the annual Māori music extravaganza, Pau Pau Pau, which Tony has been part of since day one. I te taha o tōku kōka, no ngā te kahungunu me rongofakata oku iwi, i te taha o tōku pāpā, no Lebanon, no uh, Scandinavia, no Irene. 
sa kurakuiwi, no reira um, he mihitine ki a koutou whakarunga maina ki tēnei reo irirangi, tēnā koutou katoa. Kia ora, kia ora Tony. Obviously your name is not new to the Māori music scene, you've been doing it for a, for a wee while now. Yes, I, I started my um, solo performance career, if you could call it that, um, in 2000. That's when I launched my first album, Te Māori Ie, and um, which led me to the second album in 2003, Modi Tor, and that was um, one that was focused for the overseas travel, more based on more teatea, sort of electronic, more teatea music. And um, then come 2010 was my third album, Fitty, about the light and something in a way similar to Te Māori Ie, which was um, a very eclectic array of music from jazz to jungle to a little bit of classical, a bit of R&B, a bit of dance. So Fiti was very similar in that context. And, um, and then, which is leading me very shortly in July to the release of my fourth album, Hopukia. And um, that's an album I did with Paddy Free and Gareth Farr. And um, it's a bit of an exploration, I suppose, of, um, of genre still and an exploration, I guess, of culture and talent because Paddy Free and Gareth Farr are from Ngati Pākehā. Well, actually, Irony is Paddy Free. His name uh, is very Irish. Irish. Yes, yep. yes, very Irish is Paddy. And he was stunning to work with. He bought his studio from Piha, Auckland, down to my studio in Otari, Wellington, and set up for like five one-week uh, recording sessions. And for any of us, I think, that we do, I think it's really important that the process, that the journey is as important as the result. And that's one thing that I know is, is so and true. So... Um, the process of hopukia was really enjoyable, it was really relaxed, um, I never had to overdo uh, vocals over and over and over and over again. Is that what you had to do with the previous albums? Uh, a little bit, a little bit, and, and not necessarily all of the albums, but um, some I would have to go to a, um, a set-up studio, which was great, I really enjoyed that, and, and some was going to other home studios, but... Um, for the studio to be at my home was a real treat. Yeah, a real treat. And, and Paddy is of the um, is of the elk that he doesn't like things overworked. Often the first take, even if it is a jam, is often the best take because it's fresh and it's un, it's unthought about and it's unweighted by processes of how I should be doing this. So that was what was really enjoyable. Very light, actually. And well, Paddy's background is—he's won awards um, as a producer and as a as a um, technician. And his his genre of music is highly in the electronica dub sort of genres. But um, mixing with myself, who still likes to have a little bit of R&B soul in there, and a <laughs> little bit, of, and, and likes to delve into a bit of kani kani dance, and obviously the Maori te reo, um, you know, there's, that's what I mean, it's very collaborative. And also working with Gareth Farr, I mean, he's, he's another person who's very renowned for his compositions. So in working with these two wonderfully talented tohunga of their own world, men, was a real pleasure, a real pleasure. And, and then, of course, always other people that are around you, supporting you, that, that enables you to even do this mahi.
you know, and I look at, you know, there's my husband who's been there from the very beginning, Adrian, and and my friend Tiahu Karimu Charles World, who's always been there as an advisor and um, who in a way got me into Māori language music and recording through his project, Te Tohu Māori Order, which was um, something that he did a tunnel to Te Māngai Pāho to um, enable the whole funding of Māori language albums. So I um, was lucky to be a part of that and, um, and many other wonderful people like, um, like Tane Mahuta Gray, for instance, who is the director, creative artistic director of Maui, who we um, debuted one of the songs, Ayo, which is our song too that we're performing tonight. And um, that's a song that Paddy and I did together. Um, he built the music around my vocal rangi, vocal tune. And, um, and, and then Tane Mahuta got me back in the harness, flying over 3,000 people in the cloud in Auckland during the Rugby World Cup as like the big finale for the Maui whanau. You know, wonderful people like that that support you. And of course, not forgetting your whanau, like my mum that looks after my tamariki, my friends, parent, other parents from Ōtari, Te Kura o Ōtari that help by looking after my tamariki. And, so we can do this mahi. I'm very, very grateful. And so you, um, no, even if you are a solo artist, my thought is that you are never alone. You are never, ever alone, no matter how sometimes some people might think, oh gosh, you know, this is my own solo career. I'm sort of like um, driving this. It is really just me. I've got to pull other people in. I've got to arrange everything. And you do. But at the end of the day, um, if you ever get to a point where you think, oh gosh, this is just too hard and, and I feel really alone in doing this, that's never ever the case because you are always supported, always supported. And even um, in Te Wairua, you are always looked after, always supported. So, um, yeah, no, I feel very, very fortunate um, to be continuing. And that's the way I look at this, continuing the exploration of the journey. We're here at Pole Pole Pole, and you probably can hear the music behind us, but um, this is your eighth, according to your calculations, your eighth <laughs> Pole Pole Pole. Yeah, I think so. I think we are. I mean, I did, let me say, I, I did the very first one, which was in um, t- 10 years ago, which was in um, Waikato University. And tell us about how it was back then. Yes, yes. What was um, Pau 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 back then, they had two consecutive rooms or stages going at the Waikato University. So the concert um, amphitheatre room was for more concert performance, and that had dance, that had music, that had that type of alka performance and then in the room very next door to it was more hip-hop and the more youth orientated and these two concerts were were went side by side simultaneous simultaneously so young, young so the younger set could go in there have a boogie and then come into the other one and and get a more artistic maybe experience mm-hmm. and so i was a part of that very fortunate to be part of that that was a wonderful because it, um, it started it was started by hidden melbourne Hidden Melbourne started this co-papa off, and um, so it was sort of like a weekend noho of it for all of us. We all came from all over the country, and we all um, stayed at the marae there at the university, and and I was you know and got to know Hidden during that that pow 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 as well, and as well as the other artists, which was awesome. And he also had like um, with Toy Maori support had. Um, 
workshops and talks and things like that going during the day, panels, panel discussions and that sort of thing about the whole music industry. So that was really quite, um, yeah, quite a very epic way to start this kaupapa and quite big really. And it was well supported, well supported. And then, um, so I think they might have stayed there for another one, not the next year, but the year after that. Mm-hmm. And then they came down to Wellington in 19, oh, sorry, in 2005. So that was 2002, 2005, they came here and they had it at the Opera, uh, no, at the Town Hall. And then in 2006, they had it at the Opera House. And 2007 was back at the Town Hall. And so was 2008. And then 2009, I'm not too sure if they had it that year, but 2010, 11, 12 has been here at Pipitea Marae. So with them bringing it here to Pipitea Marae, Pāpāpā has always had a very community spirit to it, and the audience that attends has always been very whānau friendly and all about the community and really, really about Māori artists as well. Pipitea Marae has become more music-focused in the earlier pop 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 there was always thing you know there was a bit of drama there was a bit of dance and there was music it was the performing arts um platform yeah. but since it's been here at pipitemarai it's been more music focused mm-hmm. and not just maori music but maori artists doing their music which doesn't necessarily um which is not necessarily in te reo. i think i might be probably the more the mo- <laughs> the most consistent artist that's been involved in this <laughs> over the ten years and, and it's been my pleasure to be involved in Kopapa such as they such yeah. as these and Yeah, let's talk about Hopu Kia. What, mm. what's the difference between um Hopu Kia and um your last album which was Fitzy? Yes, yes, Fitzy. Fitzy was um was more about was actually a mihi to my children was oh, fiti, and the kaupapa of fiti, meaning to shine, to be transported, to transcend, was was what I focused upon with mm-hmm. fiti. And so, I have one composi- composition with Gareth on that, which was a mihi to our tamaiti that we lost through miscarriage, mm-hmm. whose name was fiti. Yes, yes, yeah, that baby was called Fiti and so and so that way at the Takutamaiti is, is, is an ode, is a mihi to my, my tamariki, my two tamariki in this world and that tamaiti in, in Tepo. And um and it had been a while since I had done recordings of new music, so it went from acoustic to maybe sort of soulful to um, a little bit of dub, to a bit of dance, just so that I could get, I guess, more of my repertoire recorded. And it was, you know, and it seems to resonate well with Māori, so I hear. Um, it's, it sounds that Māori um, are likened to, it's more of the sunshine. <laughs> whereas, not so much whereas, but um, hopukia is... What does the kupu mean? Yes, hopukia means to grasp, and it comes from my whānau whakatauaki, erere e te huata hopukia, when the huata spear flies, grasp it. Erere e te huata tomokia, when the huata spear flies, enter it. And that came about when my tipuna whakaha um, caught a huata spear in mid-flight, saving his leader, Hainga, and then his leader says, um, your next child or your first child will be called... Huata. So hence came Tamihana Huata, and then came Hemi Huata, and then came Teokanga Huata, who was my grandfather. And so, um, so I was, you know, I was thinking of, of the whānau, 
Um, and I was thinking also of the kaupapa of hopukia, which to me is to, it's about seizing opportuni- opportunities and making them happen, seizing the day. Um. So genre-wise, we've got from the very electronically dance to poppy <laughs> dance to um, to dubby, dub dance in, in All hopukia. All uh, six are actually reo rua. Reo rua. So for me, who normally performs in the reo, this is also my exploration of performing reo rua. And I'm hoping with that that it um, crosses over more and that with that crossover it brings um, those that don't understand the concept of te reo to te reo. I've just launched a viral video called Arise, which Arise. is on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. And... Um, and it's on our Facebook. Um, dear Huya Hammond set up um, a music page finally. Because I'm so <laughs> caught air at Facebook and web stuff. Social media is the buzz <laughs> now, Tony. Oh, God, oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, and, and so she set it up the other day. Sorry. And so she's linked it to that as well. So oh, we, wow. we wanted to get people to like <laughs> that page so that it... it is um, it Tony Huerta? What's, what's the name of the Tony Facebook? Huerta Music. Oh, on, on Facebook. So, yeah, yeah so the normal Facebook.com oh, slash yeah. Tony only who are to music, yep. and then on there is a rise and etc. We want people to like that page. I think it contributes towards um, things like New Zealand on air funding for videos because mm-hmm. Timango Paho doesn't fund music videos. And if you have um, any cultural content, you automatically fall into like the 40% chance whether you're going to get it or not through New Zealand on air. If when you have things like online fan bases and stuff like that, it contributes to them contributing to you. Kia ora, Tony Huata with Justine. For photos and links about tonight's show, head to the webpage now, radionz.co.nz forward slash te ahika. And remember, you can always get in contact with myself or Justine at te ahika at radionz.co.nz. Here's Tony again with this week's Whakatauki. Yes, hopukia means to grasp, and it comes from my whānau whakatauaki, erere e te huata hopukia, when the huata spear flies, grasp it, erere e te huata tomukia, when the huata spear flies, enter it. And that came about when my tipuna whakaha um, caught a huata spear in mid-flight, saving his leader, Hainga, and then his leader says, um, your next child or your first child will be called Huata. So hence came Tamihana Huata, and then came Hemi Huata, and then came Teokanga Huata, who was my grandfather. And so, um, so I was, you know, I was thinking of of the Fano, um, and I was thinking also of the Kopapa of Hopukia, which to me is to, it's about seizing opportuni- opportunities and making them happen. Next week, I am checking out those honeybees at Oturu School, Kaitaia. And I'm with Professor Gillian Turner, who takes me through an experiment of measuring the magnetisation of hangi stones. Yiki, That's so cool, eh? It's so heartening, because when you think about how long we've been making hangi, and then think about how our old people understood the science of it through practice, largely, rather than theory, or maybe as well as theory. Aida, it's similar to the waka voyaging that took place across Moana Nui Akiwa during the settling of Aotearoa. There's a science that you can only marvel at. 
Ai, toki, and a level of observation and connectedness with the environment that no matter how many flash gadgets we have now and immediacy of technology, just can't replace, eh? Ingari, <laughs> he mihi mahana kinga kai kōrero i tēnei wiki, me ngā kai rā wiki wiki mihini. Hoki mai hei te rā rātapu. Mai te whanua te ahi kākia tātou katoa. Mauri ora tātou katoa.